Back here on uh, Radio Row here in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53 with a guy that I've done uh, countless interviews with and uh, a name from the past, but one of the uh, truly legendary players in the NFL, and that's Warren Moon. Warren, welcome. Good to see you again. As how are you doing, Michael? Good, very well. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it shows how long we've both been doing this. I mean, uh, going back a, a full generation, but... Uh, uh, Maybe two. Yeah, yeah, a very, a very, yeah. But you know what, folks? You're looking at a guy who was really one of the legitimate groundbreakers when it was tough to be a black quarterback. When you had to fight your way to be a black quarterback. Uh, when it was hard to prove that you could be a black quarterback, it was that was the time you lived in, and you were one of the people who turned that around. Yeah, and that's one of the things I'm most proud of about my career is is I was able to help make a difference. Yeah, you know, myself, Doug Williams, winning a Super Bowl, yep. uh, Randall Cunningham, the way he played during our time, and and uh, it really opened up the door for that next phase of guys to come in and really get opportunities to play the position at a high level. And now you see they're flourishing everywhere. So that's something that makes me proud every time I watch these guys play. It, it has to be when you see Mahomes, when you see any of these young quarterbacks, where it's no longer an issue. So no. it's not. And you lived in an era where you know there were guys who were told, "Hey, you can't play quarterback." I remember. Listen, I used to. We used to have debates all the time. People had all the time. Oh, can I, one one can't play quarterback in the NFL? Well, remember, you had to go prove you could play yeah. quarterback in the NFL. I uh, yeah, I went to Canada for six years yep. and uh, won what five great cups, won five championships, yep. but. You know, it was it was it was a slap in the face to me coming out of college. Sure. You know, I'm the I'm great the, player at Washington. Yeah, I'm the Pac-8 Player of the Year. Yep. I'm the Rose Bowl's most valuable player. Kill Michigan. I made some All-American teams. Yep. And I don't even get a chance to show what I can do. So that's the thing that bothered me. Not so much as I was thought I was guaranteed a job or anything like that. I just wanted to be able to get out on the field, get under a center, and show what I could do. And nobody wanted to give me that chance. But you know what? You did it the right way. Rather than give in, or rather than sulk, you went up found a place to play and proved everybody you could do it then came back and obviously had a legendary career yeah and i'm, I'm so glad i did it that way too because i got a chance to experience another country uh, i got a chance to experience a, a great group of guys that i played with for six years up there we won a lot of championships had a lot of great success and then i got a lot of good experience up there playing even though it's a different game you're still playing quarterback you're still going through two minute drills you're still going through red zone you're doing all the different things that it takes to play every week as opposed to maybe sitting on a sideline and watching Watching some guy play with a clipboard in your hand. You know, it's funny. Your discrimination was color. Flutie's was size. Yeah. Flutie goes up, becomes a legend in that league. Every time he came back, someone had a thing about it. he couldn't play quarterback here. Look at now. Murray is five foot nine. He's Flutie. He's, He's Flutie. Flutie. Yeah. I tell people he is Doug Flutie, He's and now than Flutie. now they want to draft him in the top in the top of the draft. Well, Russell Wilson, I'm sure, helps that, and so does Drew Brees. The success that they've had in the league shows that a guy doesn't have to be six foot three to, to play the position, and and uh, I think uh, the kid's going to do very very well because. He's just a tremendous talent. He can really throw the ball, make all the throws. Uh, he's, he knows how to move around when he can't see different things. So he's going to have success in the NFL if he, if he decides to come that way. You know, it's funny. We see the offenses, the way the game's played now. Again, you were a harbinger of that, too. I mean, people forget the run and shoot was really the start of all this stuff. It really was. You know, all right, maybe it was a little radical, and people say, oh, it wouldn't work. Hit the tight end back in, blah, blah. The bottom line is all this spread, all this offense that we see now all started with that kind of stuff. It did, and, and the, the biggest difference right now is you have these hybrid tight ends that can play like right. a slot receiver like right. we had. We didn't have tight ends on our roster, yep. but these guys today are, you know, six foot four, six five, two 260 pounds, but they run, you know, like wide receivers. 
receivers. So you can have a tight end on the field and you can spread them out and do different things with him as well. But you still run all the different uh, route combinations that we ran during those days. When you see when you see Brady spread it out, we're looking at what you ran. Uh, and they run the same route combination. Right. They, they run the same options. They run the same uh, adjustable routes off of those things. The back shoulder throw was something that we used to throw all the time. We called it a fade stop. Right. They call it a back shoulder fade now, but it was really called a fade stop. That's what Mouse Davis, the guy who started to run and shoot, uh, that's what he called it. So that we called it what he called it. And, you know, you were, uh, if I could tell people, Warren was a lot like Drew Brees. He was incredibly, he, he could move, but he also was incredibly accurate with the ball. You could put the ball anywhere, and you, on a dime, you could put the ball anywhere. Yeah, and that's something I had to work hard on because I had a really strong arm in college, uh, but we didn't have a pro-style offense, so we didn't throw the ball a lot in practice. We didn't throw a lot in games, so you didn't get all the reps that you really needed to really perfect the, the game you really wanted to, but Canada really showed me how to throw the football up there because you're throwing in bad weather, you're throwing in the wind, you're throwing in some really strong winds on those prairies up there, and you had to be accurate with the football, so I learned a lot of my accuracy playing up there. If you look at Warren's numbers, folks, they'll stand up even today, and in an era before they made all these changes, I mean, these Playing in this league now, let's be honest. You know, you can't play defense. No, you can't touch anybody. You know, you can. The, the offensive linemen have great liberalization in terms of using their hands. I mean, there's so many different ways that they've protected the offense. It's a whole different game now. Well, the, the NFL wants a, a scoring game, yes. so they made the rules in a way where people love scoring because of fantasy football. Because people want to see yep. touchdowns, they want to see the the points on that scoreboard, and they're they're getting that uh, this year. I don't know how many teams averaged over 30 points a ball game. But it, when it gets right down to it in the Super Bowl, you see two teams that know how to run the football. And the running game is going to always still be important no matter how high-flying the rest of the league is. You still have to be able to run the ball to keep some balance. You know, when I come to this thing, Warren, uh, to this radio row, I came here when there was, and you know this, when the, uh, we're the only station here. I was <laughs> the only one here. Okay, my partner who's over there now. It's I mean, a bit. It, it really has. And people come and talk to me about that. Do quarterbacks come and talk to you about the play, the the trail that you blaze do they recognize that you do guys come and talk to you about the the the, the trail that you blaze i've had a lot of young guys come to me and talk to me about it and, and talk about how um because they should you know how i made an impact on their on their careers young how they didn't how they wore my number because of, of who i am all, all the different the, all the different things they give me the respect that i i um I guess I deserve. You do. Um, Absolutely. Hey, listen, you had a fight. You I had to fight had a lot of stuff. When I was playing the game, they would hit me on the ground, and they'd, they'd say, I'm sorry, Mr. Moon, I had to hit you like that because <laughs> I was older in my career. So, yeah, I, I got a lot of respect from the guys playing the game because they kind of know what I went through, and, and they, they've heard the story. And it's funny. The players know who blazed the path, uh, the, the path for them because Namath used to say guys would knock them down and then pick them up and say, Joe, sorry, you know, because yeah, you know, yeah. you're the reason I'm getting paid. Exactly. You know, they, exactly. they knew who had blazed they, the path for what, they for understand. what guy. And, and Joe made Made a tremendous impact on the game because Absolutely. of the, winning the Super Bowl for the yep. AFL and, and and making celebrities out of football players, exactly. you know, and and you, I mean, just just having the kind of numbers, I mean, which at the time were prodigious that the numbers you guys were putting up, and and what Kelly did up in Buffalo with the offshoot with his K gun and all that stuff and all the different stuff, and then you see a kid like Mahomes now, right? Years ago, a guy like Mahomes wouldn't have been a quarterback in no, this league. No, and and he might not even been drafted in the first round, you know. So, but now these guys are getting drafted high. They're getting drafted. They're, they're doing uh, uh, a lot of marketing. They're, they're being um, put out there as the face of the league of football. And it's almost like an unheard of back in the day. 
when you see these guys the way they play the position now, could you step have could you have with your skills that have stepped in and played just like this right now? You know, one of the one of the things that uh, or one of my strengths was my versatility um, that I could do a lot of different things that it didn't matter what offense you put me in. I, I was somehow able to be I was able uh, to be productive in it. And in this this day and age, this uh, RPOs that they're running right now would have been right up my alley. And because I ran some option, believe it or not, when I was I in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and I could have been the, the, the guy running the football, kind of like what Dak Prescott does right now. I did a lot of that uh, when I was with the Oilers. So, yeah, this plays right into what, what my some of my skill set was. It would have been great. And people don't realize even how big your win was in the Rose Bowl when you beat Michigan. That was that was a big historic win at the time too that was very big that was one of the bigger uh, wins in my career absolutely it really, it really put our program and it put me kind of uh, you know on the map because p- people didn't know who we were up at in pacific no northwest university yeah. and you guys Washington. killed michigan we were 17 point underdogs yep. in that game and uh you know, the rest is history. but uh, That game, I remember it like it's yesterday. You it, probably do, too. I remember it like I it was I used to yesterday. watch that game as a young kid growing up. Never could afford to go to it because I grew up in right. Los Angeles. Right. Went to the parade a couple of times, but never could go to the game. Now, all of a sudden, I'm getting a chance to play in that thing. It was... It was I had to. I had to uh, really get my that composure game is still back when special. I when, you know? I when I walked out of the tunnel with the captains for the, uh, the, for the opening coin toss, I had to catch myself because I, I almost got emotional before the game started, and I had to get myself back in tune to football because of what I was experiencing walking out of that stadium. You know, that's a special game, Warren, even to today. That, and we're talking about Warren Moon, uh, the former Oilers star. You know, the, that Rose Bowl, even to today. It's still the granddaddy of them all. It is. And if I've done them. So if people don't realize how perfect the setting is, every seat, everything is perfect. The it's, time of day, everything. Everything. And the setting and the teams and the climate and the Big Ten and the Pac-10 and the whole thing. It is one of the great events you will i've been to a million it's as good as a football game as you will have anywhere on the planet it really is and with the best football game i've ever seen as a college game i was there usc against oh, Texas. that was unbelievable unbelievable, unbelievable. Rose bowl. it was that day but i've seen some other great rose bowl absolutely games that happened on that day and it's as good a building to watch a game in as there is yeah it's, it's, it's a great building as i just really said it's is. perfect i said it the it setting really is. the mountains yep. around it, the way it's set down in the valley it's just it's a beautiful setting like you said it starts out on a beautiful sunny day and it ends with uh, the sun going down and, and the lights coming on and, and starts to become dark. You had a very long career. Can you imagine Tom Brady still playing this way at this level? I can. <laughs> I, I mean, really it's can. amazing, isn't it? The guy takes tremendous care of himself. He hasn't had any major injuries since the knee injury he had right. back in, what, in 2008 or something like that. And uh, he has an offense that was built for him and his skill set as far as being a short passer, accurate passer, doesn't take a lot of punishment. So if he doesn't take a lot of punishment, takes care of himself, and he's still motivated to play, he'll play forever. What do you see in the Rams? Do you like what you see with the Rams? The Rams are going to have to win the middle of the pocket. They're going to have to get good push there, which is part of their strength. Because right. Sue and, and Donald are yep. right there in the middle. Yep. you got to get time off of his spot. And their nickels are going to have to do a great job against the slots of um, of New England. Because if, if Edelman goes crazy, then it'll be a long day. But they're going to have to double him a lot to take him out of the game and make somebody else beat them. All right, you were a big star in Canada. You were a big star in Houston. You were a big star in Seattle. Where do you, which one you call home now? I'm in Seattle now. I love it up there. Pacific Northwest has been really good to me, and that's where I went to school. I played for the Seahawks for a couple of years, and I've done their broadcast for the last 15 years. So it's just a great area. Uh, I still go to Southern California all the time. That's where my mom is and family, right. but Seattle's home for me. Warren Moore and I, first interview we probably did was probably 35 years ago, so, uh, you know, it's good to see you. It's always still always good. Always great to see my you, My pleasure. Mike. Thank you. Warren Moon, back after this.